Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. Today is part two in the conclusion of a great interview I had with a very good friend of mine, Tom Chapel. And Tom has been sharing with us about operating your business in godly wisdom. And this can apply just not just to business, but in everyday situations throughout your day, praise God. Your life should be centered around godly wisdom. And that's kind of where the conversation is going. But we're focusing, though, on operating in godly wisdom inside your business. And I've known Tom Chapel for several years now. He's an in-demand uh, coach and advisor. He even goes to government agencies and helps them operate in godly wisdom. And boy, do we need it in our government. Amen. I don't want to take any more time. Let's jump right back into the conclusion of this interview now with Tom Chapel. That's the difference, though, between knowledge and wisdom. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I learned best the old fashioned way you know, by making mistakes mm-hmm. and telling myself, I ain't doing that no more, you know, and that develops wisdom real fast. Right. But, right. you know, but when you combine knowledge which is what you're talking about, you know, what you learned and, and, you know, when this happens, this is the appropriate response and things like that. Gathering the facts and then using that knowledge combined with wisdom yes. is what you're talking about, right? Yes. Um, yes. But, but there is a factor to this. The challenge with this is, Bob, you can share with me your wisdom. The challenge is that it's not my wisdom. Mm-hmm. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is your wisdom came through everything that you gained, your experiences, all the learnings that you did to get that knowledge, right? Unfortunately, human beings tend to short circuit that wisdom into just knowledge. And knowledge is actionable at the fundamental level. But I have to like grind on it, your wisdom that becomes my knowledge to make it mine. So it's the adaptive process. And I think where where the God factor comes into play is it he's able to take that and show us here's what's important in this. And and you know, uh that comes down to to two things. What what is the fundamental things that there's there's really two fundamental things that Christians have to do. That's kind of a mandate, right? And that first one is, uh, as a Christian, who do we surrender to? Right. All right. So we have a responsibility to surrender to God, and that means. Out of that surrender, God gives us our purpose. 
right? If we don't surrender, we will never know what God's purpose was for That's us. Right. That's right. right. And then people ask me, well, Tom, how do I know what the purpose is? And I said, well, the basis of it is, is prayer to gain understanding. And then I said, second layer, look at the skills. Look at the things that God has asked you. I was always curious as to how people made this, made decisions. I was given a stepdad that he mandated us to play for two hours every day chess, period. End of statement. You know, you had to learn to play chess. So you learned about strategy. You learned about this. You learned about broader things, thinking several moves ahead, all of this stuff, right? Amen. Yep. Amen. Um, and what I realized was we're just doing a smaller version of what God already knows and sees. Yeah, you know, amen. There's yeah. millions of moves that gods are making. Yeah. And we barely, we struggle with two or three. <laughs> exactly. Some of the better of us can get five. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? That's why I've used that analogy before. You know, when someone asked me, like, is, is this the end times? Is this Jesus about to return? All that? I said, look, man wants to play checkers. You know, like, boom, 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 there. God is playing chess while we're playing checkers. Yeah. He's already way ahead on, okay, we need to move this way and this way. And then you can do your little checker game while I maneuver the pawns around on the other side. You know? mm -hmm. God is playing a master chess game right now. Getting right. everything in position for the second coming. But we're not there yet. But, right. And, and how do you know when the chess game is going to be about done? Because suddenly everything starts disappearing from, you know, if, if you're playing a master opponent, you might think, okay, I got him. I got him. And then all of a sudden your pawns and your knights and your they're one by one, they're falling until his whole board's there and you're left with your king and maybe a pawn protecting it. <laughs> and that's what God's so doing true. Right now. He's, he's maneuvering everything in position for this big takedown. Okay. So true. So true. And, you know, I, I uh, now that I'm older, I, I'm able to kind of look back and I was like, God, why did, why was this, you know, why was playing music so important and, and early in my life? Why was playing chess? Why did they, you know, have us play uh, even card games? We played card games to like learn how to how to keep a mass of numbers in in, a, in our mind and all and and then I said, and Lord, why was why was picking okra so, you know? And it all kind of came down to me. I can look back at it now, and I was like, hey, look, I needed to learn how to be disciplined, stick to a task. I don't know if you've picked a lot of okra in your life, but if you no. get into a large batch of okra, those leaves are rough. It's about like picking corn, death by a thousand cuts. You know, uh, kind of situation, <laughs> and, it, and it makes you itchy in the process, yep. right? And and all, but the sun would be beaten down, everything like that. And I was like, I was like, Lord, why am I going through this? And I was, and and all, and I was like, you know what? Now I can look back and say, oh, that's because today's times the pressure is different. The pressure is different for leaders too, and many leaders need that experience that I gained from running a farm and a ranch, running a construction firm, what it was like to be put under pressure, under the microscope, under deadlines that were very severe. There was huge penalties if you didn't make it. And, oh, by the way, learning about strategy from playing chess and 
playing other games that were strategy built games. Uh, all of those things came down the line to kind of like now build this up. They kind of put me in position today. And I will tell you, I don't think if I'd have been through that, I don't think I could be doing what I do today. Oh yeah. And I, I tie my time back to the military, you know, I mean, started off as private E1, worked my way up and drill instructor and all that stuff. And, and then became, went to OCS, was an officer. So I got to see that side of things. And, and all of that is the foundation for what I'm doing today. You know, the, you know, the, the strategies, the, you know, the line by line precept upon precept of Bible study, you know, the, the whole thing is, and, and sometimes, you know, I'll, I, I miss, I truly a hundred percent miss my military time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, that was my heart and soul, you know, and, <laughs> and that was, you know, but in 1989, when I got rifted, to me, my life was now without meaning. Yeah. Know? Cause this was, a, 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 I can relate. I've watched George Patton, uh, you know, George C. Scott as Patton. Mm -hmm. uh, I watched that movie probably a dozen times over the years. Right. And I can relate. Matter of fact, that was my nickname. That's what I didn't pick it. That's what <laughs> my fellow drill sergeants called me was Patton. You know? <laughs> but, uh, because I can relate to, you know, he would sit there and, and look at, you know, the battlefields and stuff and, and just say, this is what I meant to do, you know, type thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's how I felt when I was in the military. This is my destiny. This is what I meant to do. And when I got out in 1989, my life, as far as I was concerned, was over. You know, I have no purpose now, you know, and I've wandered for several years, about 10 years. And, uh, and then became a cop and you know, all that and got injured and had to retire. And, and then here I am today. And one day when I was praying, the Lord showed me that all the skills I learned through all of those experiences is now at work doing what we're doing right now. Un you know, when we're under pressure and we're doing all this stuff, I'm just, you know, putting it all together, making it work best we can, you know, accomplish yep. the mission. That's the goal. Accomplish the mission. And he showed me if I would have left you in, you know, if I'd have been promoted to captain, I would have been that, that task force that did that end run going around the back of Iraq. Right. Our unit was attached to that task force, hmm. you know? So I would have been probably a troop commander going through all that but would i've been killed would i've been maimed you yep. know? and and god showed me he said if i would have left you in you would not be doing what you're doing today yeah and he's absolutely 100 right yeah i would not be sitting here talking to you today i, I might be dead who knows uh yep. I probably wouldn't be, be married but you know, I mean, that's the the whole thing. God knows the end from the beginning. We got to trust Him with that process. You know? Amen. And, Amen. And that's why you know you you have a term. Wisdom is hard to earn, but easily dismissed. Explain mm -hmm. what you mean by that. So, it's dismissed. 
um, because, and it falls back to some of that adoption process. Uh, we as human beings have a really hard time. Uh, at, let, let me give a different example. Have you read a really good book that you just took information out of? Uh, yeah, exactly. Right so the good book, <laughs> you know, a really uh, good. That, book. That's a, that's a great book, you know, uh, but, but another book. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but any other book or, or that book, even how many times have you seen people read Proverbs and just like, Oh, wow. That's, that's really great knowledge. And then how did they apply it? Yeah. It's the application process. Yeah. And uh, that application process, if we're not careful, that can totally distort the wisdom that we were given. And then it becomes either, you know, useless to us because we dismiss it or it becomes a situation of where we only get part of the nugget. And then, uh, uh, as John Maxwell would say, you end up going and repeating the process over and over until you get the whole message. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and and so that's why I think God has put me here is that uh for those leaders that I work with, I'm helping shorten that 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 decision format for them so that they can kind of get to that nugget without repeating it 50 times over. Amen. 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 So what about this lack of foundation in the true rather than the truth that you talk about? What does that mean? I'm sorry, say that again. It was a little bit. The, the lack of foundation in the true rather than the truth. Oh, yes. So this is kind of reminiscent of society of the self-truth. And it's it's something that uh I totally dislike. <laughs> <laughs> uh and, and I and I think that if we take it at its at its most granular level, I think you would see that that we replace our truth. For God's truth. Because what do we hear all the time? Live your truth. Well, if, why not, why are we not saying live God's truth? Reality is, is that we're all rebellious as a people. Humans have that, you know, whenever we talk about original sin, you know, inside that original sin is that pride. Why did we? Why did why did Adam and Eve partake what they partook in? Because they wanted, they believed in that become like God. So pride, and then we lied, and then we, you know, it was the woman gave that woman you gave me, God. I'm blaming everyone else, you know, so I can live my truth. Blaming God for the problem. Blaming God for the problem, but we do that with people as well. Rather than accepting the truth, the God-given truth, he gave us the, the greatest handbook in life. But many people will not part the pages for themselves. And you and I discussed, we, we love listening to the ministers on YouTube and, and other media points. But we as Christians have an obligation to get into that word. And, you know, even Paul speaks on that. To get into that word and 
and and really dig it out to understand, not to buy into what I want to believe in, but to buy into what God said you need to believe. Yeah. That's yeah. the truth. Yeah. You know, when I was first, when I first went to Bible school, my first year, I was born again six years at that time. And I was reading the Bible through at least twice a year, usually three times a year, just from the way I had my Bible reading time set up and called into ministry three years prior to going to Bible school. So now I'm really studying it out, you know, because I have to give sermons and you know, all this stuff. So to me, okay, I'm going to go to Bible school. Yeah, I'll learn a little bit more, but I just need the formal education so that, you know, I can say I'm credentialed now type thing. Mm -hmm. And I was in at Jerry Savelle's Bible school in Crowley, Texas. And I, came, I remember I came home. It was like two weeks into this Bible school. I came home and told my wife. I didn't realize how much I didn't know, <laughs> you know, just in two weeks, because every day was an adventure, you know. <laughs> you know, and I and I think that there is a piece for that. You know, there is yeah. that there is a place for when we read ourselves. Uh, we've talked about this, and we talked about Bible studies and things. There is this, there is this great format that we have that whenever people of the faith share, sit down and share together. Mm -hmm. We come to to realizations that we would not have come to otherwise, or yeah. would have been further down the road. Yeah, you know. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, and and, and and to this day, you know, I'll be reading the Bible, and I'll come across a verse. I say, "Ooh, I ain't seen that before." I've been reading this Bible since 1992 on a <laughs> daily basis. And I'm like, "Ooh, I ain't seen that before," and I'm starting to take notes. I say. Guess what we're preaching on this week? <laughs> yep. 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 I mean, because yep. the Bible is alive. It's the word of God. It is life to those who what? Find it. Find it. You know? That's right. And you can't find it. Uh, you may find it by accident, but that's like winning the lottery. It was yeah. an accident. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, but if you don't know what to do with it, whenever you find it, mm -hmm. yeah, then you're going to live by your truth. Amen. So in your businesses, you're helping these businesses accomplish their mission with, let's just say, a godly focus. What was one of the biggest aha moments that you've ever experienced? I think it was uh, with a current client that I've been working with. And uh, they were very quiet about my the, the way that I operated. Uh, they they really was a little afraid uh, because I was brought in through their uh, uh, boss into this work and they didn't really know where I stood. Uh, but I started working with them and serving them and they would get into meetings and they would kind of hear me say, you know, uh, they, they would ask me, hey, you can do this kind of analysis, right? And I would say, you know what? I've never done that kind of analysis. But I know the person to go to for that analysis. And they asked me one day, so who's this person you're going to? And I was like, God, God tells me. I said, I start off everything with prayer. And I said, I take your 
issues. And I go before God and I was like, Hey God, this is what they're having an issue with. This is what they tell me. This is what I need to accomplish. Lord, give me, you know, use, use my hands and mind and give me your wisdom showing through this. And then whenever I turn it in, they tell me, Oh, Tom, you did such a great job. And I was like, no, God did the great job. I just sat there and put down what he told me to do. And they quit. They, 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 They've gotten quite comfortable, but recently a new leadership person came in and they came in and they said, uh, I heard about you. And they, they said, you're this faith guy that, that kind of does work by faith. And I was like, and it's like, yeah, I'm very positive about, about life too. And I, and, and I see how positivity gets you around. And I was like, no, I was like, I was like, it has nothing about being positive in myself and and using the secret to manifest an answer i was like it has everything to do with going to the source the creator of all knowledge and, and wisdom and i said i said i can't even hold the thimble <laughs> worth of his knowledge and wisdom if he was to, to pour it into my body you know, so I said, I said, there's no positivity in it, except that I know it's not me and that it's all him. Amen. Amen. And that that's kind of created a uh, a noticeable difference that that leadership has said that uh, a real huge positive impact has occurred because now they're seeing more productivity coming through their through their uh, organization and people have quit busting and fighting. Uh, so much because they don't have this need to like point fingers because uh, you know and and I contribute all of that to the the God effect you know Christ is coming in it says He is the Word so Christ is coming in and giving the knowledge of the day and that's what I'm here I'm just the conduit that it happens to be coming through but and and they're gaining peace they're gaining prosperity by learning how to manage their money and an 8% decline in your, in your, in your uh, revenues coming in, uh, you know, all of this kind of stuff happening. And yet these people are more peaceful now. They're, 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 uh, they're learning how to adapt. Amen. And there's all this infighting that was going on has stopped. Yep. Yep. If you remove the, the strife, positivity flows. That's right. So, like right. That guy was looking for positivity. Well, can't get any more positive than being in the right camp with God. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's the true positivity. It's it's Amen. not the secret of manifesting your your, your future. That's, That's right. That. You don't have to stand up every morning and say a hundred times in the mirror, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can. No, you just gotta get up one time and say, God, you can do this. Just use me. That's right. That's, That's right. It. Amen. Tom, this is also interesting. If someone wanted to learn more, ask a question or get in touch with you, how can they do that? How can someone get more information? Yeah. So, well, they can contact me and I'll give, uh, I'll give you a, an email address coming through. Uh, they can also go out to my website at breakthroughstrategiesgroup.com. Contact me there as well. There's an administrative uh, page there that they can uh, contact me through. Uh, I also have a YouTube page and a LinkedIn page uh, that I will provide you to put into the show notes okay uh, but uh yeah i am i'm thrilled that you brought me on here today 
So, Amen. We've been trying to do this for a while. We finally yeah. take place. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Folks, I've known Tom for several years now. I mean, and being a former soldier, I know his decision-making ability is top-notch, and he's more than able to pass that knowledge on to you. Amen. That's one thing I love about the military. The decision-making process is taught from day one basic training, mm-hmm. and it never quits over your entire career. And that's why yeah. so many leaders from the military are in business today. Because that right. decision-making process is ingrained in them. You know, put Tom's knowledge and skills to work in your organization. Bring him in. Take a look and identify things that can be improved. You know, For most of us, it takes an outsider coming in and looking around, asking questions, and then providing you the feedback to show you things that you just took for normal. But when fixed, it could make a huge difference in your bottom line. It's, it's that old but that's the way we've always done it mentality that's holding you back. You know, break out of that mentality right now. Drop down the show notes, reach out to Tom Chapel, and begin to make these improvements that will propel you forward into this next year and profitability and growth that you desire. Amen. Drop down the show notes, click the links right there, and get in touch with Tom Chapel today. Tom, thank you again for coming on the program today, buddy, and, and sharing all about your business and how you're able to help these folks. I've been wanting to get you on here for a while now, and I'm glad we're finally able to manage it. I appreciate it. And to all the listeners out there, hey, conversation is free. You know, and, and and we can we can build that roadmap for you to kind of get to a better decision state. Amen. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Tom Chapel and myself, it's passed by reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.